Hi everyone, welcome back to the second episode for the spring semester of the Uncensored podcast brought to you by SAB's Diversity Committee. It's Lila, once again, the chair of the Diversity Committee, and I'm with Deasia, the hey vice guys. chair. Here she is. Hey guys. Um, and our guest today is someone who is so awesome and does so much on our campus with diversity and inclusion, so we're really happy to have her as a guest today to talk about some things diversity and inclusion related at UofL. We have Afi Tegneji, and she is a second year Martin Luther King and Porter Scholar. She's majoring in biochemistry with minors in mathematics, chemistry, and she is pursuing a peace and justice certificate. She currently serves as the director for the Mental and Physical Health Committee on ELSB, and she is chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee and a senator for the College of Arts and Sciences. She also serves on many committees surrounding student issues. And for the upcoming school year, she will be serving as the executive director for ELSB, and she will be serving as the president of the College of Arts and Science. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to talk with you. Um, I'm so impressed by all the stuff you do, so I was like, I really want to have her on and sort of hear your thoughts. So what we do and like the heart of the podcast is like what inspired it was talking about diversity inclusion at UofL because our committee really strives to do programming centered around diversity and inclusion. So something we really like to start talking about during every episode is how UofL boasts itself so much on being very diverse and inclusive. If you're a student here, you know, there's, they say like, you will be welcome here. We strive ourselves to be inclusive for people of any backgrounds. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on if UofL succeeds at truly being diverse and inclusive and what you thought, what you think about their anti-racist initiatives. Um, I'll just like to begin by saying the term anti-racism isn't like something I believe an institution like a university can take on and accurately portray. Right. Um, but when it comes to the um, understandings of diversity and inclusion, I think that there are a few fronts where U of L succeeds, right? Um, when it comes to financial commitment to students and low-income students, right? Um, we know U Louisville itself is like highly segregated. Um, and that leads to like a lot of economic issues when it comes to the black and brown community, right? right? Um, so I think like this year, after the announcement of commitment to anti-racism, we have seen a shift, even though like it may not be like official that a lot of people are noticing. When it comes to finances, there's been a shift from like achievement-based um, right. scholarships, because we know those are like first revealing racism. And then we understand that um, your ACT scores, um, the school you attend, et cetera, et cetera, yes. is based on your financial yes. um, achievement. And we know that for that, for Louisville, is more like white students. Yes. So when it comes to these um, achievement-based scholarships, it's usually the white students who are getting those. And then that leaves like more students of color um, and a lot of like first-generation students um, right. like to move to the very little money that's left for need-based scholarships. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that Louisville succeeds in. Um, we have the Portis Scholarship that serves, like, black students. Right. Amazing. Right. Um, there are very few universities, actually, that have scholarships yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the MLK Scholarship Program, of which I'm a part of also. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mainly for black and brown students. It's one of the mentor scholarship programs here on campus. And then we have TRIO, um, among other services here, um, on the undergrad level, at least, um, that are there to support um, students. But when you look at the U of L experience as a whole, right? right? I don't believe it meets the standard of diversity and inclusion that it boasts and does. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the best in the state. Yeah. And we live in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we claim diversity and inclusion. We're not considering like the historical black universities that are here. Um, right. Like, there are many other private universities that like do diversity and inclusion like quota wise better than we do so yeah. like this boasts that we're the most diverse we're the most this and that is coming from like a very narrow view mm-hmm. and like i'm really conflicted on this front because like yes there are a lot of really amazing people here doing a lot of work to make this yes. place more welcome for people who you usually don't see at institutions like universities right, right. um but and their achievements and accomplishments should be celebrated. So when we get these accolades, yes, yeah. it's good that we're boasting of them. But like when students go to libraries and get racially profiled, when students yeah. are in classes, yeah. and their professors are boasting of like 
not given leeway um, on like the day of like the announcement yeah. of the Brianna Taylor murder. Um, yeah, we talked about that. And stuff like that, like, like what does that say, right? So there's a disconnect between like the actual experiences of students here on campus, the day in and day out versus like all these accolades the universities yeah. place now. Cause these are all like micro level things, right? And those micro level things are not true for a lot of students. Yeah. Like you can make all these generalizations, but when you ask, when you pick a random black student from the student population, they're gonna tell you that in the state, this is where you can find the most people like you and you can find a lot of opportunities for the state that we live in. Mm -hmm. um, but they're not gonna tell you that your vow is like the best when yeah. it comes to diversity and inclusion or the best at handling issues of students of color or the best at supporting students of color, especially black students, right? right. Um, that's a very unique experience that I think often um, is lost in the conversation because when you say people of color, like that's a really broad category. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the university sort of like hides behind that, um, especially when it comes to like faculty, because I know there's like only black, one black faculty yeah. in the chemistry department, like I'm a biochem major. It's uh, Dr. Poe. Yes, yeah. and like that's literally the only one that I know of, yeah. right? And then like, of course, there are other departments that like, we have a lot of black faculty in, for example, the Pan-African department, the right. social department, for example. But like, aside from that, yeah, I feel like across different subjects, like there aren't that many, not, right? So like, like where is this diversity and inclusion like yeah. really focused? Yeah, um, I think it's a very like dishonest stance, but mm -hmm. it's one that we can't really avoid if we want to acknowledge the work that the people here. Yeah, and I never, I've actually, I hadn't thought about that. That disconnected, like yes, we are working, and like I do see that too, and I that's I do love that like and all the work that gets done I'm very like proud to be associated with that but then like stuff like the what happened in the library people getting profiled like that happened like three weeks ago like yeah. and it happens yeah. often actually like how many instances are not being reported and at the end of the day the people who perpetuate those things have to go to anti-racism training quote unquote. Right. but like the, the student has already experienced like a life-threatening event like you can't take that away um and this there's just a really huge disconnect um, because there's like red tape that university has to go through and stuff like that. And like, I understand like bureaucracy, yeah. but um, I think at the end of the day, like if you really believe in something, truly the way you say you do, like mm -hmm. bureaucracy is not the thing that's going to stop, stop you. Stop you, yeah. yeah. But then it often is. What's stopping university. the university? So like, yeah. are well, you really about it, right? No, yeah, I totally agree. Well, something I was interested before we get into more specific things is like your personal experience, like being in college, like, do you feel like you have found like a community here where your voice is heard and like you feel like you are yourself at, during like the day to day life of college? I would say so. I would say for me, I am privileged in the fact that like I have direct access to a lot of individuals in the administration, like right. even before my, my recruitment process to the University of Louisville, like, Neely was contacting me, Beth mm -hmm. Perlis was contacting me, and, mm -hmm. like, all these people in really high um, positions at the University were contacting me. So I leveraged that um, even before I got to campus, right. right? So that access is not there for a lot of students. So, like, sure. I can't speak for the typical experience here at the University of Louisville. Um, I've done lots of things in SGA, and, like, I'm always a student who's, like, in a position of power, um, right, and then sort of like in the decision making position. So like I really can't speak to the typical experience here at U of L, but I would say that as a number case caller, being surrounded by like black and Latinx students all the time, those are some of the most amazing people on the planet. Like yeah. I love my cohort. Um, everyone there has like their own lived experience and unique perspectives from life. Um, Tamara Russell, our executive, um, the director of the program. Mm -hmm she lets us sort of like guide the program direction that we want because it's such a new program and like once you find your people you find your people and i think i found my people in the yeah. case college program um the students who really understand you and like don't claim to know everything about you right because they understand like oh what it means to be like a black immigrant or something like that and i think right. that um I am really grateful to you all for like providing me that opportunity yeah but course. i also recognize how hard um, 
like the people in that program have to fight to sort of like sustain themselves. Like our executive director is literally like the only staff person, yeah. like the official yeah. staff person of the program, right? Yeah. Um, and our student, the people in the MLK College program are like in a lot of student leadership positions here, like in the black community. So like we're also uniquely positioned in the fact that like we're sort of in the quote unquote decision making pro uh, right. positions of like communities of color here on campus, like the DSU, LSU, um, the president devices and stuff mm -hmm. like that are all um, MLK scholars, right? Mm -hmm. And I love that for me. Like, to be, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I love that for me, but like, what about the thousands of other students on campus, yeah. right? Like, that's for me, it's great. Yeah, that's a great Like, I'm point. having a good time. Yeah. But like, when I hit up my friends from high school who are also here on yeah. campus, they're like, must be nice, Alfie. Yeah. Right? And like, there's a certain guilt that comes with that. Mm -hmm. um, which is why, like, whenever I'm asked about my personal experience, I usually, like, I let them know up front that, like, it's nowhere near the typical the usual. one. Yeah, and that's here that the university good provides. to point out to people. Yeah. Yeah. And even, like, I feel like all sort of student leaders, even us on SAB, like, it is a different experience being more connected to the university through that way. That, yeah, yeah I really feel like I don't understand the perspective of maybe an everyday sort of day to day like student yeah. or like a commuter right yeah know? i or think someone who has to yeah. pay for like yeah like if i didn't get the scholarship i wasn't coming here yeah, like, yeah. i can't afford it right yeah. if i wasn't coming yeah here. so yeah. many of us have scholarships and, and that's have... why we're here right. right but like apart from the money mm -hmm. like what is the university doing for us yeah right yeah um, and for me i have the mlk scholarship program mm -hmm. but that's only 10 students per year right yeah yeah, I don't. I it's it's easy to forget about all the students that are not getting scholarship. Yeah, and they go here and they're not involved in leadership positions and don't have those because they have to work. Yeah, exactly. sort of like fund your education yeah. and stuff and like that. And the commuter students, I'm sure that's a much more isolating college experience, especially in the middle us. of a pandemic. Right. Like that's gotta be crazy. Yeah. Like you're not living in a yeah, uh, like housing complex or like an apartment yeah. or like a student living like space where you can yeah. like you know. Still socially distance, but you have the people you live in with, so you can say hello or have similar classes with and have lunch with and stuff like that. I can't imagine how isolating the experience yeah. that yeah. must be and how that, like, actually amplifies all the negative stuff that's happening here on campus. And imagine being that student and then seeing on the news that you have always winning all these accolades. Yeah. Um, that, you're you're yeah. going to be like, like what the hell is going on? Yeah, you're going to be right? like, that's not well-deserved, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's something else I was interested in is sort of your thoughts on how L has sort of cared for their students and sort of sh shown support during this pandemic. Do you have any like specific thoughts on that? Good, bad? I would say from like an administrative position, um, at least of the colleges that I've seen. Um, so I sit on like a few boards um, in the state for, you know, public and private colleges. Um, I'm on the Council of Facility Education Student Advisory Board, mm -hmm. which is basically like um, all the universities in the state, like they have, to, the public universities have to okay, report yeah. to the Council of Post-Secondary Education. Um, I also work, um, I'm like an official member of Pritchard, um, which is like an educational advocacy organization, which works with like all the universities in the state. So like even right. throughout high school, I've been yeah. sitting on meetings with like yeah. pres college presidents yeah. and stuff like that, right? That's actually how I got introduced to the MLK program. Okay. Um, because I sat on the Evolve 502 board, um, mm -hmm. the board that recently provided a scholarship for like all JCPS students, like team okay. and team thing. Um, I'm glad to have been proud of that. Yeah. Um, it was a That's really awesome. unique experience. But I think from that standpoint, like UofL has had the most intentionality mm -hmm. when it comes to their students. Yeah. Um, but I think they fall off on the part where like, when it comes to like how prepared the professors were, right? Um, yeah, to sort of engage that was a bit rough. Um, like it's I have friends in other colleges, yeah. it still is. Yeah, it's like, still rough. Very much yeah. so, right? So I, I wish that the university had offered like more strict training. I know they offered an optional for other professors, um, but I wish they're a bit more strict in like what the professors were, um, to require, and. I was like really saddened by I like the past fill option that was available to students, yes. but I was still very, very saddened to see that we're still expected to meet like the requirements of a non-pandemic student. Yeah. Yeah. While the teachers are teaching in a pandemic way. Yeah. Right. That's um, so true. 
Like last semester, I took 19 credit hours of STEM courses, oh, which was hell. hell. I don't know why I did that to myself, but... Have you taken metabolism yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, I think I'm taking it like... I'm moving it around since uh-huh. I, I want to take my MCAT early. Okay, yeah. Um, I took that. I love that class, but I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, last year, I was taking like the orgo. I was yeah. taking my first physics class ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, I had some really amazing teachers, and then I have some teachers who did not adapt well at all. Yeah. Um, I can barely remember what I learned last year. And like, this is what I love, right? Like, apart from student leadership and like advocacy and activism and all that stuff, like, like, I want to know how things work, right? Like, yeah. I want to understand how systems function. Um, like, I, I get really happy and, like, I geek off about stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, dealing with, like, personal loss and, like, just a bunch of things that I had in my personal life, I wish that the expectation wasn't as high right. as it was in, like, a non-pandemic year. Yeah. Um, I feel like I struggled so much. I know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anyone who did that. The fact that we're in school. Like, we are in... March, almost April, and my brain still has not even yeah. wrapped around the fact that we're in school. Like, we are actively living in a pandemic, and yeah. you want me to do this 10-page paper? Like, my mind is not there. Right. It's simply not. Yeah, I totally And agree. there are so many professors who are not leaning at all. Oh, they don't care. I have so many who don't. I literally, my grandmother passed from COVID. They were yeah. like, yeah, well, midterms still do. And I'm like, yeah, well, okay, we're I'm in a pandemic, and like, I'm trying to cope with the loss of those family members. It's yeah. insane. It's just, it was just really ridiculous. Um, I personally didn't see any guidelines from the university on how much teachers were supposed to expect and stuff like that. And that's just like a failure of the educational system as a whole. Yeah. Like, it was so I'm not learning. learning. I still got good grades. Yeah. I got good grades. I know I didn't learn anything. If you ask me what I learned. Like, yeah. I know I didn't learn Because I took physics one last semester. I'm in physics two now. If you ask me what I learned in physics one, no idea. Me either. Could not tell you. Me either. Could not tell you. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Um, I was struggling through Orgo, the notorious meetup class. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I I just I was just grasping for something to ground myself in. And it was just it was a very difficult year. Yeah. Like it's and I can't imagine difficult. what it's like for someone who's at home. Exactly. Yeah. Like having to deal with family directly. Yeah, I, someone yeah, who doesn't I have like that. the social connection to student leadership. Yes. I'm just yes. like I can and plus, we're literally in the movement, like in the middle of a movement, and that is still going. Yeah, that I want to see yeah. black bodies being buried every day. You wanted me to do school. You wanted me yeah. to be in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I still have to work. I still have to pay yeah. bills. It was insane. I, for one, don't understand why we didn't have a semester off. I don't know why they continue to have classes. That was ridiculous to me. It was very jarring because we talked about this last semester, the day of the Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. and then professors were like, LOL, you still have a test tomorrow. Like, yeah. that was so crazy. Like, I cannot I think there that. was only one professor of mine, um, Dr. Runnin, um, who love was him. like, I love Dr. Yeah, love amazing, him. amazing professor, mm-hmm. um, actually connects with students, like, yes. understands them and stuff like that, who was like, listen, we're not, nothing is due. We're not doing exams. And that's how I feel like it should have been classes across the board. Yeah. Um, all these things. Like, email me if you need, like, I can't tell you how many times I emailed him for an extension. Yeah. Uh, he was like, email me if you need an extension. I know this is a difficult time. And, like, he was one of only two professors who extended that. Who did that, right. Yeah. I had one professor tell us it was the day, uh, I think, one of the first big protests. And mm-hmm. literally everything's blocked down. You can't get to campus. And he was like, yeah, I know there's traffic. I know lots of streets are blocked off. But y'all still need to come to class, and you will not get credit if you don't come to class today. I'm like, are you Just serious right now? Very unnecessary. So unnecessary. I it's very I think I feel like some professors get, like, a power trip out of, like, yeah, making yeah, too seriously. That's saying, like, making life seriously. so difficult for students. Yes, like, what do you Of course we're going that? to try to come then because we care about our grades. Yeah. yeah. It just makes like, it so what difficult. Do you, what but do you unfortunately, get from you know, that? Unfortunately, crazy, though. In moments like this, I promise the last thing I care about yeah, is the no. grade you're going to put us is somebody's yeah, is that point too where you're like, okay. sickness. Like, I yeah. don't, do you really expect me to care about something as trivial as that right now? Because I don't. Yeah. It's just annoying that and they, they do, do that. because, like, I. And they think you're their class. It's just the, it's, it's the, the only class thing. you're taking. The yeah. only thing important in your the life. The only, like, the priority in your life is their class right now. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, like, I was, I've seen a few changes last year. But I'm still seeing that happening, like, throughout. Yes. 
And um, it's crazy there. because we're supposed to go back in person in the fall for classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be a weird adjustment after yeah. being online for so long. I, I for know. one, I'm keeping with my distance ed courses Yeah, because yeah. I like those very much. Um, yeah, I, I think like those are staying. Um, I emailed um, I the so. provost a while back. I was like, hey, yo. <laughs> Do you know if it's something where like every class is, has an option for online? No, yeah, it's not going to be every class. Yeah, I don't that's think, what I thought. And it makes me nervous as well because yeah. it's like, okay, we've been in this lockdown for a year, and what are the changes? Yeah. I don't, like, okay, now we have this vaccine rolling out, but you're seeing it's not being offered to low-income and marginalized communities. Like, the people I see getting vaccinated are people who have higher status, who have, mm-hmm. you know, access to health care, that sort of thing. So you're like, oh, we're going back in person next semester, yeah. and nothing has changed. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, it's time the university has... Well, having acquired Lily on the hospitals here mm-hmm. in Louisville, mm-hmm. making it like a $3 billion business, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to be on that. Um, but I haven't seen a conversation around medical racism and why students oh. of color are hesitant to receive the vaccine get started on or that. get vaccinated. Um, yeah. I, during the Mental Health Committee, we, yeah. we, I think we spent like a whole month having yeah. a conversation around medical racism. Instead of like educating our students, but that's like a very small right um, number of students on that yeah. issue. And then I feel like we're like a research don't. university. Yeah, yeah we're like exactly. we're like uh, an R one, which is yeah. like the highest you can have. We're in there exactly. like the Harvard's, et cetera. And we're I feel not like so much of the population does not know anything about that. No? Does not understand. It. I dealt with a girl who I was talking about all of this like COVID disproportionately affecting you know, minority groups, Mm -hmm. and she was legitimately under the impression that the reason COVID does that is, like, your color of your skin, like, genetically is making you get more sick. Please don't tell me this to somebody who's in a science-based program. Please don't tell me. Oh, there are students in science-based programs who firmly believe that. They've done studies with doctors, practicing doctors who think that. Yeah, but it's just so weird how people are so unaware of the systems that are causing this yeah. type of thing like it's not talked about i feel like it's crazy to, it's just crazy to me and yeah. i find it a bit um i'm not sure what the word is that we're slapping anti-racism in front of the university mm-hmm. that's not doing all these things right yeah mm-hmm. like i mean i don't say we because i didn't do that not me though <laughs> um let's not say we because i i have no part yeah. in that right and like someone looking in, most for like for most white people, they're like, oh my god, like this is where I'm gonna get like the most diversity. I'm gonna get like the experience, quote unquote. Right. Center, yeah. Right. Please. Yeah. And I really feel like they think that because like a lot of people oh, come from these small towns where this really is to them like the, the peak, of mecca of yeah, the diversity. peak of diversity and inclusion. Yeah. And then you go and you ask any student that's like a person of color, and they're like. Uh, there's a lot. I want to dial back on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's funny. Before I came in here, I was having a conversation about it. Just the different elections we've seen happen on campus and the mm-hmm. different positions Ooh, people get into. That's I'm like, about that. is this genuine <laughs> or is it performative? Like I was like, I kind of feel like a token sometimes at the university. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, I'm getting these positions and it's cool to sound third, but is it genuine? Like, am I being propped up because they yeah. want to say, oh, this that's is an anti-racist? position look at this black person we have in these positions yeah yeah and yeah. they think that just because we have people in these positions that we still don't experience racism and discrimination on this campus yeah mm-hmm. that's interesting that's very interesting i've never i've never thought about that yeah yeah um like speaking of student elections this right. year um, i turned to dic and we we're working with like the um what's it called the supreme court yeah um to sort of like change some of their regulations okay. around like what's required of people who are running for office. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, we did. We managed to make a few changes, um, uh-huh. and that was great. But like, and we we sort of like had to mandate that like the Supreme Court reach out to like all these students and all these like quote unquote diverse organizations on campus, and like sort of express that to them, right? Um, yeah. And we just saw like this year, I sort of like. I'm not going to leave this to anyone else because of how important it is. And I right. doubt many of these individuals in these positions like recognize the importance right. of like having that representation here. Um, like black and brown students don't feel welcomed in the SGA. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They oh. don't. Like, I mean, top four was fully, no, you know, we don't have to talk about that, <laughs> but we all know. <laughs> um, 
how that went last You know week. what? Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. No. Let's talk about that. Like yeah. top four was all white yeah. this year, right? Yeah. Um and I and know those people they have more, and I like them as people, like no, but it's just like that doesn't change that doesn't change that. the issue. Yeah. Because I feel like people are like, Oh, you don't like them? Like you don't so I didn't like, say no. I didn't like them. The reality like, is the there's truth. no people there's no diversity on yeah, yeah, yeah. top four. Um not just like diversity as in like having people of color represented. They're all like people in fraternities. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Who make like the largest like demographic that votes in like student elections, yeah. right? But putting that aside, they have the chance to appoint a lot of people mm-hmm. to many positions on campus. Because of right? their connections like, through I was yeah. I was appointed. Yeah. Like the DIC chair, I was right. appointed. So Lexi reached out to me and she was like, listen. Like, this is the first year we're going to run the Resume Inclusion Committee. You're committed. Um, like, are you willing to, like, sort of take up this position? And then after I got into the position, I realized how much, like, how many positions, like, they appoint and, like, they decide on individuals for. Like, yeah. if you look at their executive staff. Uh-huh. So, so people like, don't get run for pick. that. They no. pick. Okay, I didn't know how that works. No, yeah. like, there's, like, an application process, yeah. yeah. But, like, so they pick it's up from to the them pool. Right. to decide, okay, right? right? And, like... I can think of a lot of people who can do like executive staff positions that are people of color. Right? Yeah. I can think of a lot of people they could have reached out to who I'm sure yeah. would be glad to hold those positions, right? Yeah. But what do you see? Like they reach out to the people they know. And it's not just them, like it's just how like it's been run forever. Right. Um and aside from that, like there's a lot of appointments that happen for top four, right? Like they appoint people to a lot of councils. Um, okay, yeah. Or like a lot of decisions are being made on campus, like you about your tuition. Yeah. Like the food issue, dining like and stuff. The yeah. dining and stuff like yes. that. Like there are students on those boards, like they have to appoint and reach out to, right? right. Very few, if any of those were students of color. Uh, yeah, that's and I was like, that was to their discretion. Yeah. And yeah. Still look at the demographic. That's interesting. Yeah, that is an interesting point about people. I said that I'm in Greek life, but while the elections were happening, I was like, it's so funny to watch people who are in Greek life, like a big personality in Greek mm-hmm. life, run and get so much traction without having any platform mm-hmm. yeah. just because they're in Greek life. Yeah. That is... Ridiculous. Happens every year. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Um, which I think we've done as much as we could with the Supreme Court and regulations. Right. Um. I don't have it on me, so I can tell you like mm-hmm. exactly all the changes we've made. But um, I think that's good, and I think that moving forward, um, there needs to be like intentional outreach to students on campus, which yes. is why I'm glad that like all our top fours, like the executive positions of all our top fours next year, are gonna be black people. Yes, not just people of color, black yes. people. Yeah, right. Cool. Um. We have Igor Nayokori yes, and SAB Finance. Shout yes. out. Shout out. <laughs> yes, yes. Who's now um, like the president yes. um, for SGA. Yeah. We have me. I'm going to um, ELSB Executive Director. Yes. Um, we have Ashley Burnett. Yes. Who's Program yes. Director um, for. Yeah. There have been some great new changes. positions. And then we changes. have Gordon Rowe, right? Yeah. Who is going to be leading SOB next year, mm-hmm. um, hopefully in a new direction. And I'm just really excited, and my hope is that, like, we don't get... There's cause there's a, lot, a lot of red tape by the end of the day, right? Like, right. we have people in this position, but there's only so much they can, they can do, do because of, like, what their positions allow and don't allow. But I'm hoping that, like, with all together, there, we can see a culture shift in what SGA stands for and represents. Um, a lot of positions this year around have been students from the Diversity Inclusion Committee, Mm-hmm. Which I am very, very excited yeah, about. That's awesome. Um, because that was actually one thing I pushed very much. Which is which just goes to show like if you reach out to these students, they okay. will apply for these positions. Mm-hmm. Like tough for SGA is really not it's not the only position on campus where students yeah. can make a difference, can make change, yeah. right? There are a lot of positions that students need to apply into. And I feel like sometimes that they're not know. aware about yeah, they don't know. Because the same information is being passed out to the same groups of people. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so true. So, like, when I reached out to, I probably over 100 students this year mm-hmm. um, about very specific positions, I'm like, listen, we've had conversations, I've met you, um, I've seen you do work, like, 
amazing, right? Yes. And like you are passionate about these issues, and these positions can pay you for what you care about. Yeah, these positions can pay you to do what you're like probably gonna do for free anyway. Right. Anyway, yeah, you because well you care about money. it yeah. so much, yeah. right? Like these positions pay from like a thousand dollars a semester to four thousand yeah. dollars a semester for yeah. a year president, and like that's a part time job for somebody. Like, you don't have to do that part-time right. job anymore. Yeah. Like, you have you the finances here. You, care about. you can do something you yeah. care about. And, like, it still be related to your education somehow. Yes. Yeah. And still get that financial support, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm hoping that, like, with all these, like, people of color and, like, black people leading these organizations, we really, like, reach out to these groups. Reach out to individuals. Not just yes. groups. Like, individual students. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I know y'all know a lot of people on campus. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I know you have yeah. friends you know who can do yeah. the job. Like, why aren't you yeah. reaching out to your And people? I think that does make a difference, because, like, we all repost, like, you know, we're on SAV or on ESB, mm -hmm. like, they post, like, apply, and then we repost. But yeah, I think it does make a difference texting people and being like, hey, you... This and this position. literally what yeah. happened it's with what, me. Like, somebody you need to apply reached out to me and was like, this position is open, I think it'd be perfect, apply. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. And then, well, oh, I think position. it's very yeah. necessary to do that. Like, yeah. I... That's exactly how I was, like, um... For I, I don't want to name names because some of the announcements aren't out yet. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, ooh, I really want to name yeah. names. But um, for like a lot of students who are either on the DIC or reach out to a lot of porter students, I reach out to a lot of MLKs because those are the people I know, right? Right. Um, and I'm hoping that like other student leaders who are on campus this time, because looking at the numbers and like the students who are holding those positions next year, we have a large demographic of people of color in those positions, right? So I'm right. hoping this represents like a huge culture shift mm -hmm. in like what student leadership looks like and mm -hmm. the students who are really engaging in those positions because yeah. they make a lot of decisions. Yeah. Like the president yeah. sits on the yeah. trustees board. Yeah, and I don't think people know how much of like so much power. Yeah. The thing that they posted today, I can't even remember whose social media it was, but just the different things they voted on and the things they changed. I was like, who knew that they student were doing had the that? power yeah, to make those choices? That. Who knew? Yeah. So it's very important who gets elected to It's those very important. Very, yeah. very important. And I've been here, I'm like going to be a senior, and mm -hmm. this is the first elections, like the new top four. Like, this is before this, I've not seen any diversity on top four. Like, ever. Mm -hmm. ever. And I've seen the people run the, I've seen yeah. people. Um, you know, diverse backgrounds are in these positions, and they're kind of like laughing, like there's no way they expect to win this thing. So yeah. it's really great to see that, you know, next year we're going to have a lot of great changes. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully that's not just like a, an aesthetic thing. Yeah. I really hope it's yeah. genuine. Um, I really hope it's genuine. Oh, I am going to be up in people's business. Yeah. As <laughs> as <laughs> no, as you, should, as you should. Because, <laughs> um, like, a lot of times people get on these positions and, like, how, what percent do we have? Like three percent turnout rate this year really? for elections, yeah. like very, very, very low. low. Yeah. Um, and most of them were students from like fraternities or yeah. sororities or mm -hmm. stuff like that. Voting for their um, friends, yeah. I just and like the president and vice presidency were running uncontested. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't know what would have happened if they ran contested. Yeah, I fear food what would have happened. <laughs> food for thought. If they had run contested, yeah, right. It's just, oh, I. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible, and hopefully things change from next year also. And, like, one thing I just want to preface is that I don't want a lot of people to sort of, like, look at the incoming top fours of these organizations and be like, oh, they're going to be, they're going to change everything. They're going right. to come in, yeah. and everything is going to be the way it's supposed yeah. to be, because that's not how it's going to work. That's not how it's going to work. It's going to work. It's never worked that way. Mm -hmm. It's going to need people sort of, like, Reaching back out when they're reached out to. Yes. Um, and supporting yeah. them the way they need to be supported. Um, yeah. I'm hoping, um, I know Ugona and um, Sydney. Sydney or yeah. like Porter, Polars, um, or like Gold Porter, or like I'm involved mm -hmm. in Porter somehow. And I'm hoping, and like that's a huge like black mm -hmm. population on campus mm -hmm. that's very involved. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping to like, I know they're reaching out, I'm hoping the students sort of like give the support back to them. Yes. And I'm not yeah. like, this isn't something like there's not a space for us, you know, because right. they're trying to create a space yeah. for us in those places. So yeah. I really, I, but it's yeah. also just so hard to actually trust those things. Yeah. Like, you know, like we said, are like, are we being reached out to because you know that we're qualified for the work or do you need someone as a puppet? Do you yeah. need, a, do you need <laughs> yeah. a puppet? Yeah. You know, no, I, I trust. So let's just hope. I am a reporter. I am a reporter. And yeah. 
That's that very easy to tell. It's so easy to tell when they just need a black person in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the um the distrust is very real. Like it's hundred percent. It's not coming. But from, we just think about how this uh, university has let us down so many times. Like, how am I supposed to trust you guys? Like, there's the thing. One thing also that I think affects that is that like we have existing student leadership. That's we have the DSU. Mm-hmm. We have LSU. Who make demands to the university, but where do they go? Yeah, that's so true. So then why would someone, like, in those positions think that, like, the anything is going to change on that front, right? But I reach out to a lot of people to apply to be senators this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people to apply to be on leadership boards, on all of these things. And I'm really glad that, like, I'm seeing your application in those spaces. Because um, they're amazing. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've walked into, like, and then she is based and be like, why are these people here? <laughs> I know a thousand more people who do the job. Yeah, that's position. so true. And it's a lot of people who don't apply because they just don't feel comfortable, like thinking they yeah. wouldn't be welcome. You really have to have people push into these positions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you're there, I hope that once does. you're there, you're putting yeah. people with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this for like all the student leaders of color on campus. Like, bring your people with you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's so true. Because then you hear people graduate and leave, and you want people who you know that are still at U of L to be that you trust and mm-hmm. encourage them to take over those yeah. positions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, something else I want to talk about because you're head of the Diversity Inclusion Committee. Are you? Is this something you're doing again? Or is, um, no. Okay. No. Well, what kind of? I obviously we were talking about this before. No, Lexi, who appointed you mm-hmm. to that, so she's told me kind of some of this stuff. But what really have you all worked on? What was sort of the things that were at the forefront of your mind in that position as you were doing it, just like tell us a little bit more because I'm really interested to hear sort of the work. So this is the first year that the diversity and inclusion committee has been a thing, mm-hmm. which is really yes. weird. Yeah, I was just gonna say I was like, wait, <laughs> is this the anti-racist institution that they would have? I said not, not, not this only being one year old. Yeah, not being a baby. This is literally just one year old, and. I'm glad I was appointed for this position because we got a lot of momentum this year. But my goal really going into it was that, like, I'm going to get students of color to experience, like, how much, like, power their voice really holds in these positions. Yeah. And then I'm going to support them apply to the mm-hmm. higher positions. Mm-hmm. That was literally, like, the goal. That's, that's the goal I had in mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the, all the goals in the Constitution about how, like, a diverse student will give like a diverse perspective so we can review policies and we right. did that right yeah. but like that wasn't my known goal coming into it um let's see um a few things we've done this year the ma- the biggest thing we've done this year would be to sort of like review the cardinal core yes i'm that's sure amazing. that's something i've that's never so even great. thought about but then never you look at the list and you're like yeah this is sort of like <laughs> yeah outdated. outdated i'm sure you guys yeah. have seen the See, you guys see our data as if it happened a long time ago, yeah. but it's only been like three years oh, since really? Cardinal Core has been a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, why it's is this very all... new? I remember yeah. my um, freshman year, they were talking a lot about Cardinal Core, and I was just wondering, like, what is the point That's of this? That's yeah. interesting. I yeah. mean, it's great to have, like, a requirement of courses, because that way we can actually have education that, like, teaches, like, um, race theory. Mm-hmm. Right. Education that is not just, like, surface level diversity for the white person who doesn't understand anything. Yeah. Um, and that's what those courses were supposed to do, but they're mm-hmm. not doing that. Yeah, they're yeah. not accomplishing they're not doing that at all. Yeah. And then yeah. the classes that aren't doing that, they're very cool. few. Yeah. And even in, like, there's very few courses that do that, but those courses that are there, like, the people who are sitting in those classes mm-hmm. are people of color who have dealt with this in their own lives anyways. Like, this is not who this material should be, you know, reaching out to. It should reach people who have not had to experience this, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And I think that, like, I don't know if I completely agree with that because, like, we don't want to make content for white people to understand. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. Not that's what, true. And that's a lot true. of those professors are, like, black professors, right? Like, yeah. I... They don't want to come to class and be like, oh, I have all white kids and have to explain my lived experience to them, explain what racism is to them. But, like, if you don't know what racism is by now... Yeah, that is so true. That's a you problem. I mean, it's an us problem at the end of the day because you're going to be perpetuating racist systems, but, like... There's also a you problem. That's on you, But it's also... They don't even think of themselves as racist. They don't even think of themselves as people who need to learn this material. So it's like... They're like, I have black friends. 
right? Oh, yeah. Like, we no, treated no. every black person, like, back in my hometown equally. Yeah, like, like I had... I did not yell yeah. swords at anyone, right? Yeah. And, yeah, like, but you also said... Your idea of, like, what racism is, like, very... Yeah, accurate. they picture yeah. racism as, like, this very extreme thing that could never be connected to them. Yeah, exactly. When it, they likely, but it's microaggression. Yeah, and they're likely friends with somebody who... And I'm like, makes those kind they're of like, comments. Well, I have, well, I have black friends, right? Right. Um, and we treat it like, are you sure if I have a true and honest conversation with the black from your neighborhood, they're gonna tell me that they were treated equally, mm. right? They're gonna tell you no, they were not. They're gonna tell you no, and it's just like we don't want to make courses for like white students. We don't want to be like. This is the definition of race. This is what racism is. Because, like, if you're a student of color sitting there, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. But I also think that but we want to create a space. Yeah, we want to create a space where students can have dialogue mm-hmm. in a way that is not watered down. Right. Right? Yeah. And it's so easy. Though. We want yeah. classes that the professor will come in and be like, yo, if you're white, and you're not actively working against the systems yeah. of oppression, you are racist. I don't need to hear a slur from you. Yeah. 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 To, to, to draw that conclusion. Yeah. And that may be an extreme position for some, but that's the reality for a lot of people of color. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, and I, black, I agree. Like, black people specifically, like, blackness in America is such a unique experience that, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it needs to be watered down in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Never, so Especially I would say that's for the college biggest. students. Like, you're, if you're in college, like, <laughs> you're grown. Come yeah, like, you should already know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, which is, like, what we're hoping to do. There are many other individuals on campus who are working towards that. I don't know if they want me to say their name, but I, I would say there are a lot of individuals on campus who've been working towards that, right? Right. So one thing, like, I always think about is, like, whenever people try to create, like, new diverse or anti-racist initiatives, I'm like, I promise you there's a black or brown person in already that space doing already doing the work. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so Already true. doing the already work. Already 10 steps ahead. Yeah. Pay them. Yeah. You know, give, give them, them the resources they need. Give them the resources they need. Support them with other black people. Support mm-hmm. them with other people of color. And we can go from there. But I would say just, like, the curriculum is, like, the biggest task we've had because... Yeah. So has that been just, like, it was a completely reworking what is... What that um, definition is. is yeah. um, reviewing. And now we're moving to the stuff where we're going to present it to the Permacore Committee. Okay, okay. And then have them make the changes from there. Hopefully they step up. Right. And if they don't, like, we've done our part, mm-hmm. right? And it would be sad that we've worked for this for, like, almost a whole year. And you're yeah. like, mm. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Because we do have a lot of, like, people on campus, a lot of black professors, a lot of black department heads. Yes. That are like, this needs to happen. Yeah. So. And I think that's really important. That's good to see. Yeah. I think. So when should yeah. we expect to see these changes? When do you think we would see these? Ideally, they would happen before next year mm-hmm. because all they have to do is like switch more classes in that category, right? Because right. they just sure label needs, them. Yeah, I'm sure it needs yeah. like a lot more work, right? right. Like getting sure. enough professors to handle the traffic of students coming through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yes. Which means they probably have to hire new people. Yeah. Right. What about the departments that have like way more people that have already been teaching? Like, are they gonna fire them because they don't need them anymore? Right. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a so there's lot. They're gonna have to rework a lot. Of a lot. Okay. There's a lot of moving parts, and like yeah. that's not my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all not. figure that out because yeah, I did that's not my job. Cause, yeah. cause that's not my job. But um, I don't know. Ideally, I want to say it's gonna happen next year. Very realistically, yeah. probably the year after. Gotcha. Yeah. But let's see if you have all steps up. Yeah. Right. Like that's all I'm gonna say. Let's see. I know there are a lot of pa- uh, passionate people, but let's see if they really step up still. Yeah, still I'm interested to see. And I'm interested to look back after I've graduated and see what happens. Like, because like my brothers are in high school mm-hmm. and they're gonna come here, so I'm interested to see what it's like when they're here. Yeah, my brother is also yeah. like in uh, high school right Where now. Where does he go? He's a butler. Oh, cool. He's oh, a my little right sister's now. a butler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's a freshman. Um, yeah, he's yeah. a sophomore. It's interesting. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what will happen over the next few years. Yeah. But something else I wanted to ask you about too was. Your new positions, you've just been elected mm-hmm. to, which people, <laughs> I'm sure I said it in the intro, but executive director for ELSB mm-hmm. and the president of College of Arts and Sciences. Mm-hmm. Are there any specific things already going into it where you're like, oh, this is something I'd like to work on? Or like, oh, what yeah. sort of like drove you to wanting to do those so positions? I've only been in ELSB for a year, right? Right. Um, but in SGA, Senate, like Arts and Sciences, stuff like that, I've been it for two years now because I did yeah. TFS um, and I was a senator this year too. Um, 
And like, it's not just the positions, but like how much time commitment I put. So like I sit on like many other committees. Yeah. Um, you must be in meetings all the time. Oh Are yeah. You? Okay. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't know how I do it, but yeah. I care enough about it that like, I don't really think about it that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I will move it into next year. So I'm not making any other commitments apart yeah. from these positions because I need to see them through the way that I, I envision. You envision. Um, and like, I'm not going to be working alone, right? Like ELSB, I have a team. Yes. An amazing team yes. um, that I'm excited to work with. But for ELSB specifically, um, my goal is sort of like outreach mm-hmm. because ELSB like has a huge budget. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things that we can do. But this year, I have not seen like that reflected in the student population. Right. And a lot of times, people are like, well, this is like very negative. But I think that like how well we've worked through the pandemic does show how strong our connection to campus is. Mm-hmm. Because pandemic or not, if you've made like connections with students on campus, like they're gonna show up to your community meetings. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna show up to the events. Yeah, because we've seen there. that too. That and area. that's what we want to foster. Yeah. So for me going into LSB, I'm looking for a clearer direction. Right. On what exactly what we're doing, a unified front when it comes to all these committees and um, just pushing directors for a more interpersonal um, connection right. with the students on campus because I think, yes, they also needed support, but there are other students who are like also looking up to them this year that needed yes. support from them yeah. because like for a lot of students, like the RSOs they're a part of and the events that they do are sort of probably the most lighthearted part yeah, of their exactly. academic experiences, right? Yeah. And... I really want to keep that going because for me, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Student involvement is like, I'm a STEM major. Like, I'm going to med school. Like, this is not like a career thing yeah. for me at all. Right. Yeah. And I really want to see more people like that. Um, I want to see ELSB engaging students of color on campus. I want to see intentional outreach um, when I come to that. And I'm, we're, I'm working with the current talk for right now to sort of set some regulations that I'm going to show that that happens, right? Because um, mm-hmm. I always say, like, if it's not in writing, it didn't happen. Yeah, um, <laughs> so true. So, yeah, I'm sort of, like, adopting that, and I'm so happy that I have such a supportive, like, top four, whose yeah. goals sort of, like, align with mine. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And we can sort of, like, make that happen. Um, but when it comes to arts and science, um, the platform I really ran on was just, like, connecting science to society, mm-hmm. because I was just medical racism. Yep. Um, just like not like not a good enough understanding of like how social issues impact science and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It does not get brought up at all in the curriculum <laughs> at all, right? Yeah. So moving forward, um, I'm hoping to like have conversations with like the arts and science department, and hopefully make some like curriculum changes because we have like electives that are optional to us, yes. right? That's something that can happen. Um, something Alexa, who's gonna be the next academic vice president, did this yep. year was supposed to like give out Antares's books. I mean, that's something we can do with that funds. That's something productive that we can do. Yes. Um, but I really want to focus on, like, curriculum and, like, education around the role of science in society, right? Like, right. why are you a scientist? And yeah. BLM yeah, that's so true. For, for example, I feel like people don't think um, about the role of them wanting to pursue science in the function of the society around them. That they're in, yeah. right? Like, are you, you going to go into a system... And just like perpetuate all yes. the terrible things this and system is already working in. Because I'm applying to medical school. Yeah, so I'm applying to medical school in June. Mm-hmm. So, and I think about like my main thing of why I want to go into medicine is because I see disparities in healthcare, and mm-hmm. that like drives me. Mm-hmm. And it's fine, like if that's not your main reason to go. In, mm-hmm. But there's uh, so many people who want to go into medicine who they have not even thought about how how that will impact the society and them. the other people yeah. around them. So it's um, really interesting. Yeah, I think medicine goes beyond. Like patient care, and that's not mm-hmm. what that's not all ANS is. Yeah, ANS includes the social science, yeah, it does. Like sociology, yeah. management studies, the like social they all part. Fall, yes, they all fall under the sciences, right? Yeah. And like there's such a disconnect that, like, even but, now yeah. we're talking about the sciences, like, you're only focusing on like what medicine yeah. and that yeah. aspect because that's what like is held up on a pedestal yeah. in society. But like, take COVID for example, right? Yes, like all this research, years of studies going into people wearing masks, yes. And how did it play out socially? We, 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 saw, we saw how that went. Yeah, we saw how that right? went. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, there's a giant disconnect there. 
um, about like people who specialize to the point where they're so disconnected from society mm -hmm. and people who study society. And they're, yes. they're really like, there's they're, a place where we meet. Like They are interconnected. Yeah. Very much so. And they don't have to live in these silos. Yeah. So like, I am hoping um, yeah. to like enforce some like educational things yeah. around. And I do feel like the departments in the College of Arts and Sciences are very, feels very segregated. Because you're an AMS too. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they—they're not like it's not a well-oiled machine. It's departments right. to themselves, and like it yeah. is an institution, and they have yeah. jobs to do. They have quotas to meet, their requirements, et cetera, et cetera, for yeah. their classes and whatever. Right? They have mm -hmm. objectives that a university gives them to do and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like in your courses, are you explaining to your student why them spending nine nine hours a week in your class is important to their life? Yeah. And then, like, so people around them. And if it's not important to them, like, why are you teaching that? Yeah. 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 And I feel like that would engage students so much more to hear that, of how it connects yeah. to everything what's does. around them. Yeah. Everything does. There's the part where, like, it's pure skills. Like, I'm in lab learning titration, right? Like, yeah, and that's like, okay, that was nothing to do with I anything. Like, <laughs> I was like, why are you making me titrate all these things, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But, like, I think in the border course of, I don't know, whatever chemical we're learning about, and the border course of organic chemistry, and the border course of whatever, like, we insert some realistic situations. Um, one thing one of my professors did, um, freshman year that I really enjoyed, uh, Rachel Pig, mm -hmm. she's like a really new professor yes, in the biology yeah. department. Amazing. Yes, I've heard um, good, good things about her. Absolutely yeah. love her. Um, like, one thing she did was basically, like, bring about like the sociological impacts of like all these scientific discoveries, right? Like when we learn about the CRISPR technology, yeah. which recently won like a Nobel Peace Prize, which I was yeah. like, you go. Yeah. Um we just had a conversation about like the ethics of that, right? And how does that impact communities of color? Yeah. And, like, how that's incredible. Like and we had conversations yeah. about that and it was like a blurb in the lecture. Right. But I was like, that it means, means so something. much to me. Yeah, it means something. Even if people don't click into it, like, it yeah. means something to me. Yeah. That students see that, like, this technology you're learning about, this DNA sequence you're studying right now, yes. just because you want to, like, pass the next exam, yeah. is here's very how, critical. Yeah. Here's and, the implications like, of it. In reality, yeah. in real yeah. life, in everyday life. Like, because I think if you think of, like, anything you're doing as, like, in a silo, you're failing the most marginalized people around you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah like, that's, that's literally all it is. That's it. Like, yeah. if you think anything you're doing is in a silo, like, you're feeling, like, every marginalized people or person yeah. around you. And, like, if you're here to serve the privilege, well, that's a... That's... <laughs> I'm going to leave that day. there. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave that there. Yeah. Um, and it's just... I Over the summer, there was this quote that was, like, going around, like, we're responsible to, like, be more ethical than the society that raised us in, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, how do you think that applies to you as a math major? Yeah. How do you think that applies to you as a science major, right? Um, it's just, and I think that like a lot of times people stray away from difficult conversations because they don't think it's connected to what they to do. To what they do, yeah. Um, or it's important to what they're doing or whatever. Um, if you're like doing a really complex calculation in physics, like you can talk about the big figures from the hidden figures, right? Mm -hmm. Who made all these like things and like all the things they've had to come up, that's kind of things that they knew, right? Yeah. Like history has a place in all of this. Yeah. Um, in everything you're learning. Yeah. Because someone did it before and someone got it approved before you're even learning it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like even if it doesn't have to specifically be of like people of color. I mean, I would love it. It is because yeah. it should. But even just some sort of connection, connection back to society, an acknowledgement of that connection back to yeah. society. Yeah. Like people in policy read the policies, analyze the policies, and et cetera, et cetera. Like that's what they want to do in their future. Mm -hmm. I assume most of them do. She's not a major in a public minor. And right. that's what I want to do. Right? Yeah. But, like, if someone brings, like, a data in front of you about, like, the levels of environmental pollution mm -hmm. that someone is experiencing in the very specific demographic, right? Mm -hmm. And your first thought is, like, oh, yeah, like, let's just move the houses out of there. Mm -hmm. Like, you need, you need, right? Like, like it's last, like, that's, yeah. that's, like, 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 a scientific person might be, like, that's a straight up solution. Like, yeah. if that's not a good place to live, move the people out of there. 
which you can't think about why people are there in the first place. Yeah. Maybe that's the only affordable housing in the area. That like, is maybe so true. they've been segregated into that space. Like exactly. we live in like local. Like you have to think of you know all these all the other implications. So like, if you want to create the change. And if you really want to make a difference in the world and you're not really thinking about the social implications about like the numbers on your stats table yeah. or you're not thinking about like the numbers when you're thinking of like the social implications of stuff, mm-hmm. um, like you're really just failing. You are. Yeah. You're not going to do the job that you supposedly say you want to do. Yeah. I mean, you might get paid because you're reading all these accolades, you're finding all these things, but like... Are you really not, doing the work that needs to be done? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and likely you're not. If you don't make those connections, you're yeah. probably not. Floating yeah. rock in space. I have a friend who, whenever I'm telling her, like, you really need to finish your homework, she's like, we're in a floating rock. Oh, that mentality where you're like, <laughs> we're, we're in a floating, yeah. we're, we're yes, in a floating we rock. Yeah. Uh, we're in a floating rock. And I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah. And this may be a bit morbid, but like, what are you going to leave behind? What is the next person that's going yeah. to come after you? Think about the things that you've accomplished. Yeah, is the work you're doing making life more difficult to some, for someone else? Yeah, and for people in a lot of positions, like if you just quote unquote doing your job, literally murdering somebody. Yeah, that is so true. And that's why I could never ever stand behind them. Oh, they were just doing their job. No, no, yeah, no. I'm sorry, that's not an excuse. They. That's like I was doing. I'm doing like studying some like famous psychology experiments right now, and that's like what when the Nazis got interviewed, yes, they were they like, "Well, I was just doing my that. job." Mm-hmm. Was like just that mentality, because it's really easy to fall into mm-hmm. even like corporate positions where that's really harming people. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's just what the policy is. I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't make your job policies. Yeah. I just follow the rules. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And well, what are the rules been, doing? That's the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. So I really want people who are in the hard sciences especially because they're the ones who usually don't think about these things. Yeah. Think about like the impacts of what you're saying yeah. um, to the world. This has and, been so enlightening because I've just... And that's what you yeah. and the carbon core can do. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's incredible. That's like, something that it can do. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just ridiculous that like we have to fight all these battles. Not just exactly. like at a university level because the university also has to submit its courses to the state level. Yeah. And then to the national level. Yeah. Right? So, like, if you're not willing to make the change here, right now, yes, what um, makes you think that like the structure is gonna look different, right? Yeah. Leave this place. Um, yeah. Like, why are you gonna buy into a system that's like actively oppressing people and be like, oh yeah, like I'm, I don't believe that, right? But you're doing the work the system is supposed to be doing. So, yeah. like, I don't care what you believe. Like, today you should say something that I tell my friends all the time, like. Intentions to me do not really matter. Uh-huh. Like As what? What? Literally just had this yeah. conversation before I walked into this room. This, this is scary. Like in, intentions do not really matter. Like mm-hmm. what is the effect of your actions? Yeah, because that's what's left behind. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what's yeah. the effect of your actions on the people? Yeah, because nobody's gonna be like, oh well, she meant to do this. Yeah, which meant okay. which did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. 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 Like yeah. I think there's something in policy that does that too. I forgot the terminology, but like when people make laws to like protect something and, and end up endangering the thing mm-hmm. for example like when they made all those regulations to protect like um some animals and like um some endangered species mm-hmm. like if you find a oh. small forest then you have to protect like an endangered exactly species. About. Mm-hmm. i don't know the terminology but like there was a regulation a few years ago mm-hmm. like if you find certain animals in certain forests you're supposed to report it and then like they'll come take over and like protect those species right but because of how complex the process was, like when people see those animals, they literally like hunt them down. Yeah. yeah. Because like that's a much like cheaper and like less time consuming alternative for them mm-hmm. than like actually going through the right way of doing it, right? So like the lawmakers intend something, but it like didn't work out the way they were planning it. You know? Exactly. And like that's what happens sometimes. But I think that like to really understand the effect of what you're doing, you need to reach down to the community. Mm-hmm. You need to yeah. Sort of like have that grassroots type of mentality, the flatarchy, right? Like, yes, I hold all these student positions, but at the end of the day, I am a student, right? Yeah. And yes. like, if I'm sitting up here and I'm like, oh yeah, I did this and I did this and I did that, and then like I go into a classroom and I'm like, hey, like, how is this course going? Like, this change that I've been implementing, like, how, what are the effects, mm-hmm. right? Like, how is that affecting you? Um, are you still enjoying this class the same way or have they become 
classes where like white students don't want to participate anymore because they're right. very difficult conversations, right? Right. Um, like, which is why like I'm very like cautious. Like, mm-hmm. if you do, if you didn't write that, it happen. About like the intended effects, right? Like exactly what it's supposed to do, and why we're doing this, and yeah. like how it's supposed to look in like the day to day thing. And I think that like I any administrative person who's listening to this, um, reach out to a random student, like get a lift from your advisor, mm-hmm. toss a coin, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like whatever them off the list. No, yeah, checking them off the list. Yeah. Ask them about their usual experience and see yeah. if. All your quote unquote accomplishments. And I, I think really they would anything. be surprised because I feel like they I go really off this general, anything. like, oh, people are happy, we're making progress in this and this. Mm-hmm. But I think they would be surprised if they went and asked a specific person yeah. what they Don't go do. to student leaders, don't go to the yeah. scholars, don't yeah. go to all those people because yeah. their experiences are not. What Walk is? into the stack and pick a random person. Walk, Walk into the library and pick a random person. Mm-hmm. Email, email a random student and be like, hey, I'd like to you know, have a Teams meeting with you. Um, I'll compensate you for your time if needed because yeah. I know students work and like they probably yeah, don't have time to talk to, to you. Yeah. Um, so if you're an administrator listening to this, do that and see if all the changes you're intending are like are, playing out the way you yeah, want actually them to. manifesting themselves. Yeah. yeah, that that would be great if people were really like humble themselves. Yeah, because I feel like that would show them a lot of what's really And I'm willing to accept the criticism. Yeah. And even with that conversation, I just want to say that, like, understand that there's a kind of power dynamic going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're probably not going to tell you exactly right. how they feel. They're probably going to sugarcoat a few things. So if they tell you, um, my experience, 10 being the worst, one being super great, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a two, which is yeah. really close to super great. Imagine if that's an eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they're not going to, like, yeah, they're not gonna say, yeah. you don't have a personal relationship with right. them. That's they have no business yeah. telling you on that. Because at the end of the day, you're the president of the university. You're the right. head of some department. You're this and this and that. And, like, after you do your job, quote, unquote, and, like, you do what's required of you so you get paid. Yeah. So you, you know, provide for your family, yourself, and stuff like that because they also have their life. They're living, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Reach out to the student and see if, like, you're only doing what you thought you do. Would your past, you know, childhood self with gleaming eyes and curious mind. Yeah, be proud of Be what, proud of, you're of yeah. the effects you're having on said student, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. I just think there needs to be some, like, real honesty. Yeah, I agree. In I this university agree. around... Yeah what people are saying they're doing and like how it's really affecting students. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in your new position. So that makes me so excited. I don't know how you do everything. Oh, something I was going to say is like, do you ever feel like discouraged with All the anything? time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lucia, Lucia. <laughs> yes. I am not even going to let you finish that sentence. Yeah. All She's the like, time. yes. Um, people are disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But people are also amazing. And yeah, courageous yeah, it's, and bold. yeah, that's true. And I just take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, that's like I, I feel said, necessary. I, I do what I think I my best, or what mm-hmm. I think is my best, or I do work to the point where I'm satisfied, and mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't negatively affect me. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a student. I need to keep those grades up. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I just leave it there. Yeah, and that's so I try to make sure there's a follow through somehow. And if there isn't, like. I have done my part, right? Yeah. At least I can tell yeah, that to myself. Done what like, you... I don't need to prove. Yeah, and it's all about, can I tell myself that what I did was all that I could do in this situation? Exactly. Yeah. I don't need to prove myself to anybody. I don't want any accolades from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's I so said, this doesn't, yeah. this doesn't tie into my career yeah. directly in any yeah, way. Yeah, you're not doing it for, like, some boost. Like, I know a lot of students who hold still leadership positions so they can put it on their resume. I'm like... My STEM resume does not allow a lot of room yeah, for, <laughs> for right. the student leadership things that I do, right? Yeah. Like, so at least I have that clear conscience. And, like, even with that, like, I'm not going to do all this work and not get anything back, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing I'll say to a lot of students of color. I would say that if the university is asking something of you, 
Make sure they pay. This school has a lot make of sure money. Make sure they pay you. Make yeah. sure you a check. Let them put Get the money check. where their mouth is. Yeah. I, am, I will 1,000% tell you the Anti-Racist Initiative claim brought in a lot of donors. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They can run you some of that check. Yeah. So if they tell you there's no money, there's they no. lie. Tell them. <laughs> if they tell you there's no money, tell them to find some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Tell yeah. them to find some. They, uh, yeah, because it's somewhere. There are literally people whose jobs are to do that. To find the money. Tell yeah. them to find some. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna give more than it's required to you to a university who's not giving who's not gonna, you yeah. much more than the person. No, I totally agree with that. Mm. I so totally that. yes, I do get discouraged, but. I make sure I'm paid for my time. Yeah. Period. Always. Yeah. I don't play. I don't play with that. Uh, I am a poor student. I'm mm-hmm. financially independent. I support myself. Mm-hmm. Like I am going to get compensated for the work that I put in. As you should. As I will you absolutely argue. Should. I will argue with you to your boss. Like yeah. I will argue yeah. to the top. Yeah. Give me my money. Yeah. Run my Sometimes you gotta <laughs> go all the way up. You really do. Yeah. And yeah, I like I said, people disappoint. And it doesn't matter what level. Like sometimes I feel like I have to like lecture people who are much older than me. Yeah. About situations and like, if they're honest to themselves, they'll listen to you. Yeah. And if they're not, they don't don't waste your time. Yeah, don't it's waste not your, your job. Yeah. You've done what you can. Mm-hmm. Move exactly. On. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. I'm sure your a conversation with your friend. But how your day went would be much more productive than trying then, to find yeah, trying to get somewhere you're not gonna yeah. No, I don't listen to you. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for doing this and talking to us. I seriously like am amazed by you and everything you do. Truly. Your mindset is like so incredible to me. And I'm so excited to see all the stuff you're gonna do next year. Yeah. Can't wait. Um so thank you to Offie. Thank you, Deja. Thank you to me, too. I'll thank, <laughs> thank myself. You. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who's listening. All the students out there, get involved on campus. Yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. Keep her out. Yeah. Keep yeah. Your no, drop her perfect. links in the email, bio. Email me. Yeah. Um, Share I have your my, thoughts. my ELSB email. Yeah, we'll put your information in our description. Yeah. yeah. Feel free to reach out with concerns, et cetera, et cetera. If I don't get to you on time. Probably because I'm studying or something. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, busy. Or, or I'm hiding from yeah. emails because yeah. I do that sometimes. But yeah. um, I appreciate the support. I've Ever since I got these positions, I've had a lot of students reach out to me and be yeah, like, that's awesome. hey, you, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you have this. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, let me just say I'm proud of you as well. Yeah, we're <laughs> all doing great things. Yeah, thank so. you. Um, and I'm proud of you guys, too. You guys, oh, you've done amazing work. Thank you guys should be doing work right now. I can't yeah. wait to see what you do with Asia. Oh, oh stop. I'm excited to work with you and Ashley and all yeah. those students. And, like, there really are a lot of amazing students here on campus. Yeah. Um, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you. Reach out to Afi. Reach out to us. Just get involved. Do what you can. And we'll see you for the final episode uh, very soon. Thank you all. Bye. Bye.